Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Nicholas Upchurch and welcome to Believe. Here's an excellent clip from our show where we help you to attain true success. I hope you enjoy. You know, one thing I was wondering, um, Ryan, when you think about all of the things you've done in business and all of the amazing stuff that you've learned and all of the time you've spent learning from others, great mentors, you know, how does somebody choose the right mentor and then how does somebody become a great mentor? Choosing. So I would seek out people who have done what you'd like to do. try to gain an understanding for how they've done it, whatever it may be. Um, Typically, they'll be more experienced than you, have more wisdom than you. I'm lucky personally that my dad is my number one mentor. I know not everybody is fortunate enough to have that, a person that I can speak to on a daily basis that has helped me more than anybody in my life. and so, but, but from there, then you, you continually branch out and to try to learn from, from others who have uh, done different things. So I, I think it's finding people who have done what you want to do um, and, and reaching out and finding a way to speak with them. Uh, for me, I've been, you know, starting a podcast creates a platform that's given me the opportunity to speak with those heroes and mentors of mine. Um, as far as being a mentor, um, it, it's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised uh, people sometimes will come to me and ask me to, to mentor them. And I would, I, I can't fathom ever saying no. Uh, and they ask, well, I want to have so-and-so mentor me, but I'm afraid to ask. And I'd always just say, you, you got to ask. And Steve Jobs, there's a great video out there. It hasn't been watched very much, but the difference between the people who dream about doing big things and the people who do big things is that they're not afraid to ask, to pick up the phone, to get face rejection from time to time. So if you're looking for a mentor, you got to be willing to ask. And if, as a ment- mentor, um, I, I ask that mentees of mine just make sure they, they come to the, the, the conversations prepared with specific topics and thoughts and questions to speak about. And then uh, I think as a good mentee, you should write up um, notes on what you learn for that conversation and share that with your mentor. And then your mentor can share it with other people that they mentor. And that's a way to impact more than just yourself. And uh, I think it's a good practice that I've gotten into over the last five or six years is to take those notes, share those with with my mentor and have uh, uh, him or her then share those with other people. So uh, there's a lot of ways that we could all be better mentors and mentees, but those are a few things that I try to do. Well, I love that. Um, I think Steve Jobs did an, I think you mentioned Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, he did an amazing job, you know, and he changed a lot over his life. He was really angry. If you watch Ashton Kutcher, and his, his portrayal of, uh, in that movie. And then he kind of mellowed out and he went on a journey. He went to, uh, India, I guess. And he, he really discovered a lot about maybe some other things that were important. And then it, it seemed to really help him in business. And what I would like to ask you about Ryan, that goes right along with what you're talking about, you know, and you mentioned your family a lot, you know, I can tell it's really special. And, and this platform you've created is so beautiful. You can pass it on to your children and, all, you know, talking to your heroes and it's, you've done such a great job, but we talk about true success, maybe things even beyond 
A lot of people equate success to business and money, but uh, at the end of the day, sometimes that can make us a little bit crazy. It can be very good, but I don't know that it's going to make us truly happy. So for you, Ryan, what is true success and how can somebody truly be happy? Um, success obviously can be different for everybody. It probably is. Um, it sounds like you, you equate obviously success and happiness. I think that's makes sense. Um, I think success for me though is, is I think first and foremost about being a great husband and dad. And that's, Mm. that's the number one things in my life. And everything I do can point back to that. Uh, it's important for my wife and I to show our daughters that we work and I'm a firm believer that that shows them, uh, they're going to look at what we do far more than listen to what we say. Mm. And I, uh, that's, that's part of why we work so hard at multiple things, both of us to show them. And that's what my parents did. And that, that showed me, uh, what was needed in order to, uh, I think, be successful, be content, be happy. I'll never fully reach the top of the mountain. You're, like I said, you've never arrived. You're always becoming, but working towards improvement on a daily basis. And I want them to grow up strong, independent, thoughtful, curious. And the, the greatest way, I think, to help them do that is for me to embody those characteristics and to do it. I bring them to my speeches when I go on the road. Uh, they listen to some of my podcasts, uh, whether while I'm doing them, then after the fact, they see the things that we do. Um, and I think that has a, as big or a bigger impact on them than anything else. I want them to know what we do, uh, share why we do it, how we do it, how hard we prepare to be good at what we do. All of those things, I think, lead back to the most important job, which is being a great husband and being a great dad. Well, I would agree with you. In fact, um, my parents generally did what they said. You know, I think it's it's something I took for granted because in the world, people have different definitions. And so when we understand different perspectives, I don't know if it's a Midwest thing. I don't know what's going on. We're both from the Midwest, you and I. But um, I think it's an important thing. You're talking about really integrity is what I hear. You're passing on to Mm -hmm. your daughter's integrity and also building a great relationship. But there's a lot of responsibility I hear that is important, that you you feel is important for people. So worldwide, though, there are vastly different definitions of this. And, And it's amazing. It's a blessing when people do what they say and really get on the same page in terms of what that means. I mean, in terms of business, as a relationship, husband and wife, I mean, there's a lot of shenanigans going on because people, and the strange thing is sometimes people don't think they're doing it. People have such different definitions. Their intention is not bad, but um, to the other person, it seems like, hey, you said this, you're not doing it. I think a lot of problems would be, if you look at our national debt, that's a big one. But people doing what they say is a major thing. How can we all do a better job of that? We need to hold each other accountable. Um, You have to hold yourself accountable to what you say you're going to do. And maybe you need an accountability partner who's willing to be honest with you. Uh, Mentors can do that for me. My wife does that for me. We try to do that for each other. Um, But if you say you're going to do something, it's imperative. I say I'm going to be there to pick you up from soccer practice. 
um, I can guarantee you that I'm, I'm not going to be late. If I need to leave an hour early and it takes 10 minutes to get there, then that's what I'll do. Um, it, there are certain, certain areas of your life that that's very important. So, um, I, I think those people need someone to hold them accountable and they also need to understand the, the importance of holding themselves accountable first and foremost, because it's really tough to lead others if you can't lead yourself. Yeah, I would agree. In fact, and I don't know about your experience in sports, but Lloyd Carr, he would yell, pay attention and be on time. And if yeah. if we weren't, people were up in the stadium at 6 a.m. in the snow, you know, and it was that easy. I mean, and people were on time by the minute, by the minute. And, you know, a few people go up in the snow at 6 a.m. and have to wake up and then go to class. They're going to be on time. And he would just yell it. People, people wouldn't understand it. I didn't even understand. But then... You know, he was the University of Michigan football coach and you played at some great schools as well. And the thing mm -hmm. is that that I didn't understand why be on time was so important and why details were so important. But it really, really is. And uh, so you're saying to have people to get a partner that will hold you accountable or a mentor. Uh, and I hear also your wife, you know, it's family is such an important thing. And I want to ask you about relationships how as men, men are up to a lot of shenanigans uh, yeah. as well. I mean, you know, the reality is nobody wants to talk about it. We had Orion Talmai. Uh, she's a love coach from L.A. We had her on like at the beginning of the year um, and she was really cool. But, you know, she's from the women's perspective. And I know maybe you're not, but you are a leadership coach. And I, I'm hearing that it's important to have a good relationship and men have trouble being honest and being responsible and working at it like you're talking about. How can men be better at relationships? Because there's a lot of things guys don't want to talk about in public. But if you listen to certain radio shows like Howard Stern versus, and I like because Robin Quivers is a woman. She's been on Howard Stern for 40 years. So he's not a bad guy. But if you re if guys are really going to be honest, they can be a little bit crazy. So how can men be more responsible in relationships, be more honest and, and kind of be how you are? <laughs> I don't know if we have uh, another <laughs> five hours to talk. Um, I don't uh, pretend to give advice here. I can share what I do or what I believe in. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, as you said, doing what I say I'm going to do. Uh, if you make a commitment to your wife, um, I don't judge others. Things happen, you sure. know, um, um, pe people go through tough stretches. Uh, I get it, but I, I try personally to, uh, consistently show gratitude towards my wife every day and actually voice those words, t thanking her, uh, for what she does. And then I also, uh, taking notes, writing it down. Uh, if you're constantly grateful for what that person does for you, um, and they are in turn, uh, it's tough to have really, uh, to have bad stretches. You might have little tough moments every once in a while, but it, it you won't have bad stretches. I don't think you'll even think about straying. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to simplify this, but when it, if you genuinely just say, think about, have a mindset of being grateful for all that person does. Now, I also happen to realize that I'm very lucky 
fortunate to be with somebody who is the most selfless person I've ever met, who's the smartest person I've ever met, who's the toughest person I ever met. And they happen to be my wife. I mean, so that is rare. I get that. But I, I still try to actively uh, be grateful every day and tell her, literally tell her every day, multiple times how grateful I am for that. And that I think is just like anything else in life. If you create rituals, routines, um, things that you do on a regular basis, on a daily basis, it just becomes who, part of who you are. And that's something I try to do. But I, I, I have to say I don't play a relationship doctor on the Internet or in real life. <laughs> I, um, I just I can share what I try to do and, and it's it's gone well. But um, I know not everybody is, is fortunate to, to be in the situation that I'm in. I get it. There are tough things. I have friends whose wives have cheated on them, have done right. some really bad things. That is, I haven't had that happen. Uh, that is tough. And I, I, I'm not sure each and every situation is unique. I'm not sure what I would do. That's, um, I feel for people who are in those situations. So I agree. No, if we can't, it's, and of course, everybody does. We say we can't judge, and then usually we do immediately, and then we kind of pull back. And, right. Uh, you got to be a, com, com, compassionate uh, about situations and understand. And I think, I think as you mature, or maybe as I mature, I'm projecting here that you develop some compassion for situations where maybe when I was a little younger, I would have judged more. And you you grow up and develop and, and, and gain some wisdom. Um, that the world is very gray. Um, it's not, it's not black and white and there's complex complexities on both sides of those things when it comes up and there's usually deep rooted reasons. Um, so yeah, it would take probably hours and I'm probably not qualified to, to go into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand. I need, uh, I think we all could use work, especially me in that category. I mean, but I think you bring up some good points about compassion understanding, not judging, putting yourself in other people's shoes and doing mm -hmm. what you say, integrity. And we can all do a better job at that. And I think if we all did that, there'd be, you know, there seems to be this layer of uh, layers of lies. And we all have things that we're embarrassed about and things like that, but we all have it. I think it's good to kind of, like you say, you had a partner, uh, your wife sounds amazing. You guys can uh, work through those things together and then it doesn't feel like such a burden that, and you can be honest with them. They can hold you accountable. So that's a beautiful thing. So, Ryan, I'd love to ask you, our final question is really about the state of the world. And, and you know, people are locked in fear. Some people are. And we want to help people to believe in themselves. And you talk to a lot of college athletes. You talk to a lot of people who maybe have gone through adversity. But sometimes there's just really somebody out there that's really scared. They really... You know, let's say it's just hard to even get started. I mean, if somebody wants to get started and, and turn their, you know, get their life going in the right direction, become a leader, build a business or get a better job or just take those next steps and they feel paralyzed, what would you recommend that they do? What are some of the things you'd like to leave us with today? First, you have to make the choice. And I don't say that lightly. You have to make the choice to lead, to take action. Uh, I don't believe in just blindly taking action without doing some research leading up to it. Leading up to my podcast, I I studied and tried to understand 
why a podcast rated high in iTunes, realizing that the bulk of the people listen to podcasts on their phone. So I spent months studying it. Then I spent multiple months doing interviews um, and eventually uh, launching and, and fortunately launching with some success based on what I learned during that research period. So, uh, But I made the choice at the beginning of that that I was going to do it, that I was going to commit to doing it and seeing it through even the tough moments when I sent 50 to 60 cold emails a day and maybe got one response and that was a no. Um, You have to persevere, uh, commit, and, and be willing to push through the tough moments if you feel it's worth it. But you need to make that choice at the beginning when you decide to take whatever action that is you're going to, to, to do, when you're going to lead, is is that at the beginning of the moment, you're going to reach the dip, as Seth Godin told me. And you, you, you have to make the decision not when you're in the dip, but prior to it, to come out of it. And knowing that it will arise, as we talked about, and planning for those tough moments and how you're going to get through it. But that commitment, that consistency, I release an episode every Sunday night at seven o'clock Eastern, no matter what, and have since the beginning of my show almost three years ago. I believe in consistency that my listeners know for their Monday morning commute, they're going to have a new show every single week, no matter what. You're going to receive my Mindful Monday newsletter if you sign up for my email list on learningleader.com every Monday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern if you live in the United States and people worldwide, whatever time zone that is for them. So I think consistency, commitment, making the choice, all of those things lead to what I'm striving for, which is sustained excellence. I love that. That is beautiful. Ryan Hawk, you're an amazing guy. You know, I got cut by the San Jose Sabercats. I saw a movie with Marky Mark called Marky Mark Wahlberg called Invincible, and I somehow I got into camp. Now you played in arena. You yeah. are my, you're my hero. That's tough. That's t- <laughs> arena football is fun, man. It's a lot of fun, especially as a quarterback. You get to throw the ball pretty much every single play. So I enjoyed it. It's like playground football. No, but you've you've helped us so much, you know, and we we like to help people and true success, money and business, world news, health and wellness, our universe. You've helped us in so many categories. And um, you're an amazing guy because I think you're you're really about integrity, consistency, doing what you say. I think those are lessons we all could learn from. I want to thank you for joining us on Believe. Our website is believe.love, our iTunes, believeitunes.com, and youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. And we've been showing your great site Ryan, which is learningleader.com. Our YouTube viewers can see it again right now. And this podcast is really cool. I highly recommend people check this out because there's definitely something you can get out of it so that you uh, achieve that sustained excellence that Ryan Hawk has been talking about. So thank you, Ryan. Have a great day or night wherever you are. Thanks for watching us and listening to us on Believe. Well, that was great, man. I really appreciate it. I, yeah. I uh, and then, you know, you'll be able to see me. I'm smiling at you. You can't see me now, but hopefully you can hear. I really appreciate you uh, joining us. And it was really awesome. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. When do you think it'll be out? I, I would say uh, we shoot today. It'll be out this week. So either Thursday or cool. Friday. And um, oh, cool. uh, there's a 70. I don't want to give 100 because I like to do what I say as well. 
Um, but we, we, we just started shooting guests again. So we did a bunch in February and we're getting our processes going now for shooting guests again. So, but somebody should email you when it's up, but if you check believe.love on Saturday, you will see it probably posted either Thursday or Friday. Perfect, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it too. If I can help you in any way, send us an email. And, uh, when we, when we grow our listenership, uh, we'll definitely be in touch. We may be doing like a, a live show down the line and we, we get cool more listeners. And if it helps you out, you know, we'd love to have you back. So I really appreciate it, man. That'd be, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, it's really cool talking to somebody from the Midwest. It, it brings me back. It helps yeah. me to think about relaxing, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a, a little bit of a city, but I love that energy up there. It's actually quite relaxing. So good. Enjoy, good. Good. enjoy the good. fall. Good. Enjoy football. Do you still watch it? Oh yeah. yeah Who's your team? Definitely. Uh, I still root, uh, my, my younger brother played for the Packers for nine years. Oh, so wow. I still, am. uh, I still root for them. Uh, we grew up being a Bengals fan, but I, I root a lot for, for the Packers and, um, in my college teams I played for as well as Ohio state, Oh yeah, uh, which I'm a fan of. That's where yeah. my brother played. So, my brother played at Ohio state. Yeah. So I think, I think it'll be, um, with Harbaugh though, I, right. I think it'll be, it'll be, it'll be the rivalry will go definitely, it already is. It'll come back. I know they still they still won, but I mean, man, it's been like nine or ten well, years. You guys, they've been dominating us. I used to be really uh, obsessed with that um, <laughs> that rivalry, and now you know I'm so removed. That I'm like, you know, it's not. It was like life or death back death back then, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm. It's it's kind of uh, I, I don't. I enjoy it for what it is, but it's sports and football. Uh, as a fan, for me, it's just I'm not a fanatic. I, I just enjoy <laughs> right. I watch competition, but if Ohio State loses or or anyone loses, really, I I uh, I'm kind we of indifferent. I'm indifferent. Yeah, it's just time to. It's just good entertainment. It for is. Me and, it and seemed people like, compete. Right. It seemed like the military back then, and if any little thing happened, I was ticked off. I mean, <laughs> even playing, I defined myself by it. And I realized there was so much, but there is a lot of good stuff. Like you mentioned about like being on time, like doing what you say, yeah. like that, that actually, I think I took for granted. And it's cool to hear you remind me about that because that all started for me in young age playing football and all sports to now I've can't fathom being late for a meeting or anything anytime I tell someone if it's if it starts at this time then I got to show up on time but uh, not everybody not everybody exactly. acts that way <laughs> that's that's the tough part for me I was listening I was asking questions I can apply to myself right because I have to I have to learn to to be thankful for when people, you know, not everybody's on my script and it's really tough. Uh, and yeah. it, it shows me maybe how I need to adjust because I can be pissed off or not. I can be happy with when people are doing a good job and, and are on time. And I don't know, but I thought about hiring football players. I just had that thought because there was a program at, at Michigan where you could like put your resume in a thing. And then I had people trying to interview me back then. I'm like, maybe. So that's cool that you do that. So anyway, thanks yeah. for Thanks for chatting and, uh, yeah. you know, we're always here for you. I really mean that, you know, and, and it'll get to me if I can help you in any way. And so uh, I'll look forward to listening to your show. Awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, brother. Have a great day. All right. All right you Thanks, too. Ryan. All right. Uh -huh. Peace. Okay. Bye, man.